Hey guys, Merry not Christmas. It's not Christmas anymore. It's December 27th. If you're listening to this today, it comes out. Christmas is over, but we're still going through the Advent, uh, the coming of Christ. That's just part of our routine. The book is still going on. This will this series will be going on until that first week of January. And so this stupor of the time between Christmas and New Year's Eve is always fun. You're either driving, you're sitting around in pajamas, whatever it is. It's a joyous time, and we're going to continue to focus on Christmas and not lose sight of that, even though culturally the presents are done and the trees put away, all that. And so let's continue to think about Jesus coming to earth, the whole reason we celebrated Christmas. We're in day 18, and it's just one verse today, John 17, verse 18. And in the devotional, uh, this has been titled, The Christmas Model for Missions. And it says, As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. Just that one verse, and that's the model that we're going to build today's and what Piper wrote about. And so John 17 is known as the high priestly prayer. This is Jesus praying to the Father, and he prays for his disciples. He prays for his church. He prays for us in advance. He even says, I'm not praying for just my disciples, but those who will believe their words. That's you. That's me. And so Jesus is praying this, and he, he's exhorting the Father, uh, and he's God the Son. This is God the Son praying to God the Father on our behalf. And so um, here's a couple points that we see just in this one verse. Jesus says, Father, as you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. So us. And so that's the pattern. Piper, he wrote this, and I'll just use this as the first point. He says, remember this Advent that Christmas is a model for missions, as I, so you. So remember that this Advent, this Christmas, is a model for our mission, as Jesus, so us, as I, so you. That's the model. And so the types of things that happen to Christ will also happen to us. That's kind of my wording. The type of things that happen to Christ will also happen to us. If we're aiming for faithfulness to him, the same type of things that happen to Jesus will also happen to us. Now, obviously, we'll not be bearing the weight and the sin of all mankind. We don't mean it in that uh, sacrifice sense. But just his life, and, and his life was fraught with danger and rejection as he sought to be faithful to his father. So too, will those similar things happen to us? If we're trying to be faithful to him, we will experience rejection and we will experience danger in whatever form that might be. So this verse today, John 17, verse 18, as as you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. Right before that, he's talking about rejection and danger and, and the evil one. And so he says, I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. And so he's he's saying, like, they're rejecting me, that they're going to reject you. And so pray he's praying for us against that rejection and in danger that we would be unified that we have uh, you know faith in God throughout all that that we be sanctified in the truth that we continue to grow despite that danger despite that rejection and then the the very last thing as far as application 
probably the most pertinent application is if you're visiting family. It should go without saying, but not all of us are born-again believers. You know someone in your family. They don't go to church. They're rejecting Christ. They don't live a life that's, you know, exemplifying that they are a Christian if they say they are. And so we want to, we've been commanded to, but we want to share our faith and be faithful to Christ and in, in our witness in the, the, the world around us. That's the mission. Remember, Piper said this, this model as, as I, so you. Advent, Christmas is a model for our mission. And so we want to be mission-minded this Christmas season when we're going back and forth between the in-laws or, or your other family members, whatever, that we want to be on mission. And so when we think about, well, in that same model, we've talked about danger and rejection. That's That might be the case. You might experience rejection. And the, the family, the mission field of your, your closest relatives is the hardest mission field than, than some jungle in Africa because they know how to hurt you the most or they're they've seen your past or whatever it is it's difficult and so it is fraught with i'm using air quotes but danger and rejection what's worse than that though is in verse 13 jesus what he prays for he says but now i'm coming to you and these things i speak in the word that they may have joy fulfilled in themselves and he's talking about how we lose our unity and he's praying against that the worst thing is not necessarily the the rejection and danger of living on mission and being rejected. The worst thing is losing your joy. The worst thing is not trusting Christ and not being unified with our brothers and sisters. That's the worst thing is is losing faith in God. And so Jesus is praying against that. And so again, to sum it up, I hope you found some application in your mission-mindedness this holiday season. And that also you continue to cultivate and to enjoy Christ and what he's done for us on the cross. I hope the Advent, the Christmas season, reminds you of that and continues to bring that up. Even though Christmas is over, we do that for the rest of the year as well. Y'all have a great day, and we'll see you on the next episode.